not too far away from the start of the 2024 USL championship season. And hey, we got some fun news today uh, with uh, a kit leak or not a leak, uh, a reveal. And uh, I'm sure we're all excited about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about more. Let's get into this. Welcome to the podcast of champions. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to another episode of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. I'm your host, Ray Samora. I'm here to take you through the journey as we discuss all things Orange County Soccer Club. Helping me out for this episode first, the original partner on this show, that's Mr. Dylan. Dylan, how excited are we uh, uh, that the season is quickly approaching? Um massively it's in the last i think week week and a half kind of hit that um actual games that matter are coming up very quickly and uh i'm buzzing at it um i i can't wait to get started dylan will exactly be hosting like hosting all the fans yeah, well, traveling up to sacramento right yeah um so i guess that breaks the news to everybody um i live in the capital the fifth largest economy in the world now um well sorry i stole that yeah. thunder from you dylan that's okay now people could find me again um and i say i'm excited to get started like i have anything to do with uh the success that is to come this year there we go wow. um also helping out on this episode we've got mr brad brad second episode of the season how are we feeling are, are we getting more and more excited as we approach the season start I would like to confirm that I still not pulled a Brad this season, um, you know, only at the beginning of the second episode, but I remembered to unmute my microphone just now. I'm doing fantastic. We're what? Nine, no, 10 calendar, 11 calendar days away from the season opener, March 9th. So that's crazy. It is very crazy. This, this I think, approached quicker than I know, it, especially me, but I'm sure most of us. I think this is really approaching quicker than we thought. Uh, so I, I think we're all starting to get really excited here. I have one other person that's helping us out for this episode. Uh, and that's a member from our writing team back. I mean, two episodes this, this season, two episodes he's on our show. Maybe he's now officially part of the podcast, the, the, the on air talent. That's Mr. DK Jenks. DK, how are we doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, you know, I mean, being back two weeks in a row uh, for the podcast, I think just shows how excited I am for the season. I'm at a point where any time that I can talk about this club, I'm here for it. So, And that's the reason most of us do this anyways, is because we just want to be able to talk about Orange County and Orange County Soccer Club and soccer in general. So that's why we do this. So we're going to get into this. It's been a busy week for orange county with their preseason uh, there's been some results as, as of late there's some results that you know matches that are coming up but we got to get into the the big news right the big thing that happened today with the reveal of a new kit i i'm I, i'm sorry if we were planning a different order but i had to jump on this because this is probably the most exciting news of the week for orange county soccer club fans uh, not only is it a kit reveal it's the first kit that's been revealed with this partnership now with hummel uh, but it is a 
specific kit or a special kit that is for the open cup that the club will, the team will wear during their matches where they're participating in the open cup. A couple of things that come out of this. When you, when you hear that statement, you see that they're releasing a open cup kit is they're taking the, the open cup seriously. I think they are hoping and want to make a deeper run than they have in the past. I know in com uh, communications that many of us have had with members of the club, this is an emphasis for the club this year. The open cup is going to be something that they want to really, really make a deep run. And that comes all the way from the top with uh, owner James Keston. And so that's exciting. And the fact that they release a specific kit for it, that is proof that this is an important thing for them. But let's just talk about the design. Who cares that it's a special kit? The design, Dylan, uh, are you loving the design? Are you a little bit on the mess side of the, uh, side of the design? What is your thoughts of this first kit reveal for Orange County this year? Um, I kind of like the throwback to the stripes, which is when I started following this club. Um, I, I do, I do want to preface this by saying that I generally don't like most kits that are released. Um, this one is going to grow on me. I think part of the thing that right now is making me a little adverse to it is the fact that this is just, a, it's a mock-up. Um, mostly I'm excited to see this in person. Um, I'm excited to see something that is unique to the club and, and unique really to, I think, U.S. soccer um, because orange is already a pretty rare color and um, certainly stripes are uh, since we'll probably see a team that'll just wear a white t-shirt um, at some point during the tournament this season. Yeah, I know. I, I, I get it. Still in the mock-up stage, we're not seeing a live kit. This is not a real picture. This is uh, you know, an AI or a Photoshopped or whatever, or what is it? Adobe Illustrator, probably whatever tool is used for the design aspect of this. But if it comes out pretty much what we're seeing on this, it, it's exciting, at least in my opinion. Brad, thoughts on this kit release or review? Yeah. Okay. So my thoughts about this is, first of all, Hummel is coming to play not this isn't like your typical Adidas where this is like a generic design. There's a story in it. There's details in it. Uh, inside the back of the neck, it says uh, the magic of the cup. Sure. This might be a one-off. This might be a two, three off, you know, for just the Lamar open cup. But if this is, if this is what they're going to do for a one-off, a two-off, you have to think they're taking this seriously. They're trying to tell a story. Adidas wasn't doing that. Um, and I believe better soccer sleuths than me have figured out that this is an homage to the 1914 champions, but those better soccer sleuths say that this is actually the runners up in the 1914, uh, Lamar hunt open cup. But I mean, take it seriously. This it's a good looking kit. I, I, you know, I think it looks really clean, which is really nice. Uh, the, the, the cleanliness of this look. It's awesome. DK, your thoughts on this kit. Let me, I want you to throw in also your thoughts on the, the crest. It's, it's a little bit of a different look for the crest for the team. Correct. Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that I first noticed was the change of the crest shape. Um, I actually really like it. You know, I mean, I think our crest is okay as it is. It's not my favorite crest that I've seen, but it's decent. Um, but I like the change up in this. Um, I like the circle. I think it's, pretty awesome and other than just the design of the kit overall which i do think looks really really clean uh, makes me excited for what we're going to see the home and away kit is going to be 
Um, but I think the timing of all of this is just perfect from the club um, with all of the open cup controversy that's going on right now. Uh, you know, there was even rumors of USL teams that due to that controversy were didn't want to play either. And this is Orange County coming out before anybody and just saying, no, we love the cup. This is important to us so much so that we're going to have a specific kit made for the cup. And I think that does some amazing things for the league and for our club. So it got me really excited. Let me ask you, Dylan, uh, where could, I mean, you've worked, you've, you've sent invoices into the club for past work that you've done with them. Um, where do we send our invoice? Cause it looks very similar to our podcast logo, it, it logo, in my opinion, at least the layout, correct? Does it? I mean, I think if you have a roundel, what can you really do? Right. I always, always thought that, um, the roundel actually came first when Orange County was trying to do some lifestyle stuff back in 2018, um, I, I do want to say the one kit that I've loved at the mock-up stage was the orange black soccer class soccer cast kit that way back in 2020 never even got made, just covered in a bunch of juicy oranges. Um, maybe that's what we should do next year. We were doing some mock-ups for that, uh, but we never got playing. around to that design. Yeah, we've done Heather, as you can see. Uh, we're doing stripes. I am excited for polka dots. That's that's the next evolution. Polka dots. Dill, uh, Brad, if we come up with a polka dot kit, are you buying it? I mean, Orange County, not not the podcast, Orange County. I would have to weigh my options on the uh, non-polka dot kits before I uh, commit to one. But I have told myself I'm probably getting a kit this year because I do like Hummel. Awesome. DK, I w- I'm, I'm going to let you give your like grade for this kit. Obviously, we don't know what the other kits are going to look like from Orange County. But... Give sort of your grade. You know, let's do a schoolyard grade, a, a, a elementary school or mid school, middle school grade on the kit. What do you think? You get to be the uh, official grader for the podcast. <laughs> My initial reaction is an A minus. Um, I think it's really great. It's it's a classic look, celebrating a classic cup. Um, you got the stripes. You got the cup logo right in the center, which I think is amazing. Um, And the only reason that I would say it's an A minus instead of maybe a little bit higher is because what this cup or what this kit does for me is it makes me excited for what Hummel will do for us moving forward for the rest of our kits this season. So I feel and I hope that there are going to be kits that I provide like an A plus or an A2. Um, So for now, this one just sits right at an A minus. Awesome. And then Dylan, I'm going to give you one last question on this whole kit thing. You have an option right now. You either buy this kit or you have to buy whatever other kit they release uh, in the future, but then you no longer can buy this kit. What is your, what are you doing? Oh, wow. I you like don't know what the other kits look one. like. So you, you're, yeah. you're risking it if you go for those. I I think this is a grab um, as one, you know, as a specialty kit. Um, kind of add it to the, the closet full of kits already that, you know, this is going to be separate. This is going to be very different and distinct. I kind of want to celebrate that a little bit. I know I'm not super hot on it, but again, this is going to look really, I think this is going to look really good um, in real life. I think it will look really good in, in real life. So exciting news. And we can't wait to see what comes out of the kits, the, the other kits that will be released here, hopefully in the near future. 
but I can tell you, I'm stoked. This, this got me really excited for, for the kits that the team is releasing. And I may have to definitely drop some money on a kit this, this upcoming season. Uh, and maybe go for two. Ooh, I won't tell your wife. Don't worry. You won't tell her. Okay. That's perfect. Dawn. Yeah. I think she, you know what? It's it, father's day gift, birthday gift. She'll find out when you gift. are wearing yeah. it anyway, because every time I see you, you're wearing at least one orange County item. You make me look like I don't care about this club. I try to show off the club while we're out and about. I want people to see it. By the way, Dylan, when we meet up for karaoke sometime, we're going to sing County Roads. Uh, We're just going to ask him to do Country Roads, but we'll change the lyrics and we'll sing it. I would expect nothing less. You better better learn all the words. Um, For those listening, either live or when you listen when the pod, you know, in podcast format comes out, share your thoughts on what you think of the kit. Do you like them? Are you disappointed? Are are you excited? Are you going to buy this this new kit once it's available for sale? Let us know your thoughts on that. Oh, and while we're there, I'm asking for stuff. You know, make sure you like our podcast, share our podcast in whatever format you're doing so as well, so we can uh, get this spread out to more people that want to hear. What are we doing? Apparently, Dylan's in the back chat saying we're in mid-season nonsense already. Nonsense form. I don't get it. I do not get it, Dylan. Is this nonsense? Brad's cracking up like this is nonsense. Let's talk about the soccer matches. Brad, you get to go first. Since you're just so excited about that comment, tell us about the recent soccer matches for Orange County. Yeah, I mean, obviously I wasn't there, but I did come prepared. Uh, two zero zero draws. The first was against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Um, go check that out. They have a Twitter post about who was playing. I don't know any of the names because I don't follow ML dollar sign. Um, and then the second game was against Phoenix. Phoenix didn't really announce anything about this game. I think it was a pure closed door, and this was more a trialist squad uh, from Orange County. And sorry, I said 0-0. Zero, zero. This one was 2-0. to zero. Orange County won that game with... I couldn't even tell you who the goals were from. One thing is they happened. And uh, Phoenix. The magic of the preseason is sometimes you have information, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you have access to see the matches, sometimes you don't. And in this case, really, we had to go based off of whatever was being shared on social medias for these because, unfortunately, although we're spread out in Vegas, in Sacramento, here in Orange County, we don't have anyone that uh, is based out of Phoenix that could maybe sneak into a a match in Phoenix. I don't know if that was even played in Phoenix though. So who knows? It was, there was okay. an attempt and the sporting director from Phoenix said, no one is allowed in, including friends and family. Look at that. Dylan with the insider information there. DK, do you know any information? Did you get any insider information or any leaks your way about either of these matches or who's, who was the star or anything? Did you hear anything about these matches? Well, I think luckily uh, Orange County does usually post some updates in regards of the preseason matches. Um, So at least for the Phoenix match, uh, I see Edison was in chat as well, but uh, that Ben Barjolo and Bryce Jamison were the ones who got the goals against Phoenix, um, which is really awesome to see our youth players stepping up. Um, One of the elements that the uh, CLC meetup this last weekend that was talked about uh, from those who have been to the home preseason matches and seen some stuff outside the gates is a highlight of Ben Bargiolo, who apparently has just been impressing fans left and right with his incredible pace 
and drive. So hopefully we get to see a lot more of him um, in the actual season, uh, stepping up to first team play and maybe getting some score or goals. So then this is, I mean, they're very similar in age, right? Ben Barjolo, Bryce Jamison, very similar in age, but we already sort of know what we get out of Bryce Jamison. I don't know for those that have maybe seen some of the action is he sort of like a two point, like Bryce Jamison 2.0 or sort of in that same look, I guess DK, you're the one that's probably seen anything out of him in the preseason. Cause you've sort of paid attention to some of the preseason stuff uh, from what you've seen out of him. Does he sort of, is that the mold that he sort of fits is sort of that Bryce Jamison type player or is he something different? Um, yeah. I mean, I think both of them do really well on the wing. Um, you know, Bryce Jamison for sure is a winger and does really great at that. Um, Bargiolo, I could kind of see fitting into a number nine slot, um, just with his goal scoring ability as well as incredible pace. So he's somebody that could remind me a lot of Damas where we can kick it past the defensive line. He can get there, stay on side and go in for a goal. So it's really exciting just to see where his career blossoms. Um, I believe he's 16, 17. So still got a couple of years to really let that grow. Um, and it'll be really interesting to see what comes of it. Perfect. And Thrill and Dylan, what are your thoughts on uh, the, what we have coming up with Ben Bargiola? Are you excited that uh, we have another young player uh, like DK saying, uh, you know, can fit into that maybe Ronaldo Domus type role, or if we go back even further, maybe what we saw from Vinicius when he made appearances for the club. Uh, what are your thoughts with, uh, with what you've heard out of Ben and is, are you excited? I, I am. Yeah. Uh, obviously I haven't been able to see him in person. Um, been a few hundred miles away this, this whole time, but I think the biggest thing is finding players, um, like he said, with that drive where that's, that's ultimately the part of, what makes them professional um plenty of kids have come here with talent um i won't name names maybe they don't have that drive to just reach that next level um or maybe they realize hey this isn't this is fun but this isn't something i actually want to do professionally something else is more appealing and i can i can kind of grow from there man but to be from a skill side of thing or from a tactical side of thing i think being direct and taking players on in this league is is massive um typically i mean big name players are always going to be attackers um you know if you think of big name uh, defenders it's typically for their attacking play um you know roberto carlos or marcelo um trent alexander arnold you know obviously these are these are fullbacks um but the ability to get at a player and hopefully turn them inside out if you're a half a step faster than everybody else, that's what excites me. That's what excites me to see him for, you know, hopefully the next, I want to say year and a half, because he's only 17 and just turned 17 uh, nine days ago. I hope we get to see a good 18 months out of him. Um, he can follow in the footsteps uh, of Caridi, um, of Kobe Henry. And, and in the meantime, we get to hopefully see some <laughs> some incredible um, play in the meantime. Let me go to you, Rad Brad. Uh, let's talk about what we see out of uh, Orange County. Orange County does a really good job of really balancing really quality veteran, you know, experienced players and 
bring in these youngsters. Let's talk about the youngsters, right? Because obviously we've seen some succeed. We've seen some fail uh, with Orange County. And even when they move past Orange County, what is the benefit of, of you know, investing in these youngsters for a team? You know, it's sort of that low risk, high reward opportunity because you don't invest a lot of money. But what else do you see of the benefits of going after these youngsters? And it seems like Orange County has become a spot for some youngsters to really want to come and shine. Uh, what, what What's the benefit of it in your mind? I mean, let's start off with the uh, blatantly obvious seven-figure, you know, incentives. You have players that are going overseas. Orange County sent out, um, gosh, I can't remember names off the top of my head. Uh, last year to France for seven figures. Uh, but beyond that, you know, you're right. It is kind of a, you find these kids central and I'm spending a little bit of time because I know Clemson just sent like half a dozen players to the ML dollar sign in the US cells of the world. Um, and it's interesting because there is a lot of, a lot of young talent that's out there to be discovered. And if you find one, you know, you don't have to be a hundred percent, but even one out of every four, if you're right on one out of every four, you know, that player gets signed. And if they do well beyond and one out of every four of those play players beyond you get resell on down the line uh, investments uh, every time a player gets resold. So obviously there's the, doing good in the community and building up soccer and investing in the next generation. But there's also a financial incentive to do so. And the name I was thinking of was Kobe Henry. I don't know why I couldn't remember Kobe. I, I, you know, if you wouldn't have said it at the end of that, I would have let just reminded you it was Kobe Henry. That's who you were thinking of right there. Uh, DK, do you like this approach that Orange County does of mixing it up? Cause obviously we see some teams that focus more, you know, most of the roster is just sort of a veteran, experienced roster and there's some teams you'll see where they're just signing whoever they can get youngsters and, and hoping it works out or maybe just working more as a developmental side do you like orange county's approach uh in how they've done this and sort of balanced out this roster oh completely i mean it's i mean i've been a fan for forever but it's one of the reasons that my passion for this club has grown so much within the past five years is because of our focus on the youth development and while at the same time still aiming for trophies you know we're not only focused on the youth we have that great mix of veterans and youth players which i think is beneficial to both sides i mean even last week when we were talking to seth um you know and he was talking about playing with the young guys and how that pushes him forward as well um i think it's really fantastic and not only just for our club to see this youth development, but also for the development of American soccer. It's amazing. We've positioned ourselves in a place where players want to come to us because they know that we can push them forward to greater heights. Um, I think you see that when talking to even players that came on this season, like Cameron Dunbar, Ethan Zubak, um, Sophie Jafal. All of them came here because they expect and hope for a push forward. And the model that Orange County has done provides that. Yeah, that, that's one thing that really excites me when you see what this club has done. They've gotten a, they, they've created a proven track record of what they'll do with players that come to the club. Uh, whether it's a player that maybe just 
it didn't work right for them at the MLS level. So they come to a team like Orange County, rebuild their their career, move on to something big in Europe uh, or a young player. Because we've seen a lot of young players that the club have, has signed that come from U, uh, MLS Academy teams. I believe a couple of the players have come from the uh, Barca Academy in, in Arizona to join Orange County. These are players that are looking at what we have and what we've done to move players on. And they're seeing if I want that opportunity, this is an amazing place to go to be able to redefine my career or start my career. And I will have an opportunity if I prove myself to move on to those uh, great places. Yes. I said Barca instead of Barca, uh, but it, it is what it is. Uh, I, I'm, I'm flustered. All right. I came to do this show. I jumped on and all my cable, my wiring was messed up because my son was down here right before I came onto the podcast. So I See, was just rushing to try and build this. Excuses, excuses. These are the excuses that Orange County youth players know. Hey, if I show up to training and I give this or hey, if I make the match day 18 and I, and I try to tell anybody this, um, I'm not going to make it. But if they come in hungry and they work hard, then they know this is a club that's going to say thank you for your efforts. Let's move you on. Let's so, see how correct um, to any young players watching. Don't don't do what this one does. Don't do what I do. Let's let's make sure that Dylan's correct on this because we actually do have someone that trains with Orange County. That's part of Orange County uh, and that has experienced sort of at a in a personal level because a, a relative of his has gone through this aspect of coming to Orange County and moving on to a, another opportunity. And this one is out in Europe, but we're going to talk to him. This is Mr. Brian Oloski from your Orange County Soccer Club. Brian, welcome back to our show. How's everything been for you this offseason and how's the preseason going? Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, good to be back. Um, <clears throat> yeah, good offseason. Um, got married. So that was great. And then, uh, yeah, uh, preseason's been good. Um Long but good. We're finally nearing the end, getting to the uh, exciting stuff. So, yeah. So, congratulations on the marriage. Uh, hopefully, you've been enjoying that during your off season, uh, and are you know ready for this season now. I, I get it. I've been through that marriage thing. This is a long time ago, but I know how exciting and how uh, wonderful that experience is. So, uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. Really quick. Let, let's talk about this before we get into the, the team as it is now. Let's talk about what has happened with your brother. He he played with Orange County for a couple of years. He's now moving to Europe. Have you spoken to him at all? What what has his experience been like out there with uh, his new team? Yeah, he's been out there now for probably a couple of months or maybe about a month. They had preseason in San Diego, so that was nice. I got to see him and see him play against Galaxy. So that was pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot different in Europe and he's experiencing that now. And, you know, it's not just going, it's not just going to a place and playing soccer. You're moving your whole life there. So just different kind of lifestyle, different living. And yeah, he's got, he's, he's close with uh, Daniel Peterson, who's lives five minutes from him right now. So got a friend out there already so that's been nice and, that, that's uh, a good perk to have that to have a someone at least that you know in this new strange country at least he has someone he can rely on for help if he doesn't understand something right yeah exactly um 
So this, the last two seasons, you all have played together with Orange County. So this is going to be different for you as well. This is first time in a couple of years that you don't have your brother there with you. Uh, is, is it a little sad, a little nerve wracking, or are you just focused and, and it doesn't matter if he's with you or not for the season, you're ready to head into the season with the roster you got and the teammates you have. No, I, I got over the sadness pretty quickly, but uh, now I'm happy for him that he's he's moved on and playing in Europe, which is a huge deal. So I'm happy for him and ready, ready to get the season started with the guys we have. So I'm really excited, really excited for the season. Yeah, and I just want to say for anyone that is listening or watching us live, if you have any questions for Brian, feel free to throw them in the chats. If we get an opportunity, we will ask those questions. Uh, let me ask you, there's been a lot of uh, incoming players. There was a, a lot of retention of players, which I think probably you even realize is pretty amazing for this team to have so many key players returning. But you also brought in a lot of key outside players that are joining this team uh, what have you noticed from some of the new players that are joining in and how are they fitting in with the the mesh that seems to be such a great chemistry from last season? Yeah, we probably it's probably the most returners that I've seen Orange County bring back since I've been here. So it's nice to have a good core group of guys returning. And then I think, uh, I don't know how many additions exactly, but uh, they've been great. It's been nice to implement them into our system and, get them not caught up, but just get that, get them to uh, know the system and integrate their skills in the system, which has been great. And uh, yeah, I mean, I could go through them specifically each individual, but um, yeah, looking forward to playing with the same, some of the same guys from, from last season. And then obviously the, the new guys that we brought in for this year. Um, just to ask about you, because I feel like we've asked about everyone else that isn't Brian Olosky uh, <laughs> so far. Um, fifth year with the club this year. Um, I believe you're right on the cusp of a few shy of a hundred appearances, um, for Orange County. Um, what's, what keeps you coming back, Brian? Uh, just love playing the game close to home and. Um, yeah, really comfortable playing, playing in Orange County. Um, yeah, I heard if I, I heard if I play enough games, I'll break the, uh, Orange County most appearances record. So I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. That's just what I heard through. I think Seth told me that actually. I'm like right ahead Believe. of Seth. That's right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, thankfully I think you've you've managed, um, beyond the obvious team goal this year of probably bringing home the cup for the second time. What are you personally trying to get done this year? Yeah, I think the most important thing is um, first, first of all, making playoffs. Um, second would be having a top four seed so we can host, host at least a playoff game and our ultimate goal is to win the championship. So um, that's the ultimate goal. Personally, I want to, stay healthy this year it's been nice to stay have, have a full preseason preseason um haven't had that since <clears throat> since 2021 actually so yeah the last two years I had to basically start from scratch in the middle of the season so it's been nice to get a full preseason in and 
and be healthy and fit going into the first game. So I think just maintaining that for me and being available every game is is my big goal. And then I think the rest will come from that. Awesome. Oh, welcome back, Brian. So my question for you first off is uh, last week we had Seth on the show and he's the second longest tenured player on Orange County. I believe you are the most tenured player currently in Orange County and you've played with a lot of fantastic players. However, I want to know so far this season who who on the incoming group of players sorry if my uh, question is a little scattered who on the incoming group of players is going to have the biggest impact moving into this year just throw one out there it's a tricky question um <clears throat> tough question put me on the spot I know, Brad. Right. You're, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make his one teammate happy, and the rest of the teammates. Yeah, are I'm, gonna show, I'm gonna right. show up to the locker right. room. I, I won't put you on the spot, then, Brian. Uh, I'm gonna show so, up to the locker room tomorrow. Just get hounded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how about this? How about this? I'll swap it up. Being that I'm in Vegas, uh, I'm gonna set the over under for you goals plus assists on over. twelve and a half. We're hitting the over. <laughs> Didn't even need to hear it. <laughs> Like he, he flustered Brad with that. You were so quick to respond. Brad is not ready to ask another question. That's awesome, Brian. I love it. No. So, you know what? I, you're right. I am flustered. I don't know where to go from there. Uh, DK, please take it away from me. All right. I got you, Brad. I got you. Um, you know, one of the things that stood out to, uh, I think me and a lot of fans from last season was how fantastic your free kicks were, uh, towards the end of the season last year. Mm -hmm. uh, I think every time that you stepped up to take a free kick, all of us expected mm -hmm. to start celebrating. So is that something that you are kind of pushing more for in your growth this season or are your focus elsewhere on the pitch? Um, I think that is definitely a part of it. Not only scoring, but uh, corner kicks and wide free kicks, setting up my teammates, putting good good service in the box for them as well. Um, but yeah, again, I, I just have a lot more confidence this year just because I got a full preseason in and my body feels great going into the first game. Um, that's why I think twice that over so quickly. I just I feel I feel good personally. And yeah, one of those one of the aspects of that is is free kicks. I mean, I've been able to practice hitting so many balls in preseason, whereas, you know, I wasn't able to do that until after the 10th, 11th, 12th game last year. Even then, I had to, you know, maintain my body. I couldn't overhit a lot of balls after training. I couldn't work on those extra aspects of my game. Um you know, it, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of work to get the the free kick, especially like this and any any free kicking scoring scoring range. It takes a lot to get that down um, to go up and over the wall with enough pace, but also to not hit it over is uh, is challenging. So, uh, yeah, I've been working on that, and it's definitely a part of my game that I uh, that I work on and that. I want to. I want to maintain a, a certain level. So, yeah, I, I hope to score at least a couple more this year. And uh, 
That's awesome. Yeah, no, set pieces can be crucial. I think everybody knows that, and we're excited to see it. Um, one last question here for you from me is uh, something I asked Seth last week, probably going to be asking a couple other players, uh, the ones that are returning here, is how important for you as a player was it that Carlson, Morton Carlson, signed back as head coach this season? Yeah, I think it was, um, I think it was important just to – keep what we had at the end of last year you know we we went out earlier earlier than we wanted but leading up to that we went on a, i think it was a nine game win streak and had a lot of success down the down the stretch so bringing him back and keeping just the same culture around bringing back a lot of the same players is big it, it helps us grow now from i feel like we're starting we're able to start higher than what we would be able to if we brought in a bunch of new players and, and new staff and everything, I feel like we'd be starting from scratch again. So it's nice to build off of what we had at the end of last year. Um, and then obviously bringing in, bringing in new pieces helps implement them to our game as well. So I think it only uh, helps us grow more. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we're all really excited to see you. Uh, there's going to be a good handful of us in Sacramento uh, just in a couple of weeks. So awesome. look out for us uh, singing cool. your song. Where are you guys going to sit? You know, uh, I believe section 120. So hopefully a little bit closer to. Uh, yeah, I remember that. 120. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be there. We'll be singing. We got you. He's, okay. he's already planning his celebration when he scores one of those. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out where, yeah, go. where you can go. Well, yeah. hey, you just boogie woogie and we'll sing for you. So that's good. Awesome. All right. So we got a couple of uh, fan questions. The first one for you is from Cameron, uh, one of our good friends here at the Orange Black Soccer Cast. And that is how do you feel that your game has changed as you've gotten older? It's <clears throat> a good question. And we're not saying you're old yet, Brian. You're, you're, you're not at I, Seth no, I, level, but I feel like but, my. Uh, activity off the ball has gotten better just uh certain movements that i've just repeated over and over off the ball and then when we don't have the ball as a team so defensively i feel like i've gotten just more i've brought more intensity as far as having an impact without the ball all right, and then our next question comes from Julie on Facebook. What are some of your pregame music selections that you'd like to choose? Just got into country, actually. So it's not it's not your typical hype music, but keeps me calm and settles me down. So, can you clarify you. what kind of country? Little Morgan say, like, Wallen, classic country, or like more new modern country. Little Morgan Wallen, a little new, newer. Nice, nice. Yeah. Let me uh, ask you this question, and this is going back to the the free kicks, really quick, because we we know you like to take. We also know that Marcus Nakam likes to take free kicks yeah. uh, when the opportunity comes. Uh, who, if if it's down there, and you both think you have the best opportunity. By the way, if you're not watching the live stream, we're, we're seeing a classic picture here of Mr. Brian Oloski back in his UCLA days. Uh, Brian, you ever think, before I get to the, the free kick question, we see the picture. Ever thought of going back to that hairstyle? Yeah, in, I actually have. Um, what do you, what do you think? Would your wife let you? That's the big question. That's the important question. You want me to grow out a mullet again? <laughs> I think you last year. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> you don't know if you'll get the permission to do that, huh? No. Um, let, let me get to that free quick uh, free kick question is, obviously you and Marcus both like to take free kicks. Uh, and if you mm -hmm. both go up there thinking you have the best shot at it, who's winning the 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 argument and getting to take that kick? Um, I think it all depends on the distance and the angles and if it's on the right or left, if it's 30 yards out, if it's 22, 23 yards out. So we're usually pretty cordial about them and uh, not too many arguments that go out on the field. I feel like we have like a good, good understanding of who, like who's going to take which free kicks, like certain free kicks on the field. And just a, a random question to sort of go along with this. Who has the, who's better, your right foot or Marcus's left foot? It's <laughs> another good question. Um, and we'll have to see a, we'll have to maybe get a video proving it, whatever answer you go with. Uh, we'll have I don't to know, you know, the video. crazy thing, I really haven't seen him like shoot at all with his left foot, which, which is kind of crazy when you, when you think about it, but. Him being a defender, I feel like I haven't seen him actually shoot, like, do a shooting drill and shoot the ball with his left foot. But he can hit pings pretty well with his left foot. So I would say passing-wise, like passing range, I'll go with him. But if it's a shot on goal, I'll go with myself. Perfect. Um, we always like to give an opportunity for people to throw out a, a local business suggestion, whether it's a restaurant, coffee shop, or, or something like that. Is there any local businesses that you like to support and that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, not off the top of my head. Not off the top of your head? No. Coffee shop, or a restaurant, you have to grab a bite to eat. Uh, talk Sorry, about your dog, Brian. Organic tree, Organic tree Cafe. Organic Tree Cafe. See, this is the, the, this guy is doing it right. He knows you got you got someone there to help you out. Go and go and get the help, right? Yeah. Phone a friend. <laughs> And Dana Point. Dana Point Organic yeah. Tree Cafe. So that's a so a place that Brian and I'm just gonna I'm, I I hate to assume, but I'm just gonna say it, it it's your your new wife that's giving you this information, right? Yes. All right. Just want I didn't want to assume anything, but I just wanted to make sure I'm I'm giving the proper credit where it's due there. Um, last thing, Dylan uh, tried to mention it here. Tell us about this dog. Yeah, got a new puppy. It, what is it? What kind of breed or... <laughs> Ooh, I think we're going to get to see it. Show, yes, so. we want to see. We want to see. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. She's Hello. A little mini oh, I, Best content you can have right there. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all are falling in love with that dog. As That's a beautiful pup yeah, right Yeah, just got there. her last, last weekend. Had her for about 10 days now. So. Any, What's uh, her name? Any accent? Oh, go ahead. Name first. Bell. 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 Good. And then how many accidents has she uh, had? Quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the love of, of getting a puppy is the whole potty training thing. I know Brad. Yeah, I've been on my hands recently. and knees scrubbing, scrubbing away quite a bit. It, it, and then what do, you, what, what, what do you do to the dog? Like, do you, do you have to like sort of give a little stern punishment lecture or you just can't do it? It's such a no, actually, animal. She's, she's pretty, uh, we got her to be pretty well potty trained already. So good job. Yeah. We pick her up. So if she, if she goes in the house, we'll pick her up and put her outside where she's supposed to go. And like, just let her know, like, this is where you go. 
but no, nothing stern or anything like that. Um, yeah, she's she's a little confused at first, but it's getting the hang of it. So awesome! Congratulations on the new puppy. Congratulations on you, you, the marriage and newlyweds. Congratulations to both of you. Uh, last comment: Anything you uh, want to say to the fans that are either going to be there this weekend, I believe, for the preseason stuff going on, or for the uh, road opener in Sacramento, or the upcoming home opener. What do you have to share with the fans? What do you want from them? Yeah, a lot of exciting, uh, a lot of exciting games coming up. Uh, I mean, first, yeah, this Saturday is going to be. So it's, it's a our last. It's a friendly, but it's an important game for us to gear up for the season. So. I'm going to treat it as a real game and looking forward to seeing whoever can make it. Um, then, yeah, the the road season opener at Sacramento is going to be a going to be a great game. Um, we got them there last year in Sacramento in front of 23,000, I think. So and we'll, we know that they're going to be coming in hard. And, yeah, looking forward to anyone that can make it to that game. It's going to be uh, going to be great. Um When's the home and open, home opener? I think March twenty twenty third, something like that. So yeah, can't wait Maybe. to yep, can't <laughs> wait to play in the stadium again. Uh, feels like it's been forever. So looking forward to that as well. So really, I, I believe the fans are all looking forward to it as well. Just to clarify, you were, I believe, correct. Uh, March twenty third, home opener okay. against Miami FC at Championship Soccer Stadium. But the first match, first two matches are on the road. First in Sacramento on the ninth, mm-hmm. and then Pittsburgh on the sixteenth. Hopefully y'all are going to come home with six points, open the season there against Miami and get another three points for a total of nine in the first three matches. Yeah. Uh, Brian, nice. uh, as always, we appreciate you taking some time to come speak with us. Looking forward to a great season from not just you, but from this team. And hopefully we'll get to talk some exciting stuff here with you in the near future. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Brian. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Alaska, your midfielder for your Orange County Soccer Club. Um, let's get into this. Did Dylan you think you were going to get um, puppy puppy content? Did you think you were getting how does Brian Alaska discipline his dog or potty train his dog? Um, again, this is why I said we're in mid-season form because this is just awful so- content. <laughs> Except for the dog. Dylan. That was great content. You're the one negative one here. It's not awful content. This is preseason, just like the team is doing a preseason to get prepared for the regular season. This is our preseason form right here. We're getting ramped up for when the regular season happens. So that's what this is all about. Um, was it perfect this episode? No. But when have we ever done an, a perfect episode? You tell me, Dylan. Um, when you're not here. Oof. See, I don't know, this, Dylan. Last yeah. week was pretty great, and you weren't there, so. Well, maybe it's probably it's probably both of us. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, thank you for the help there, uh, DK, uh, or the having you. my back there. Somebody's got to throw let's, it back at him. <laughs> let's uh, talk about. I, I had something in mind, and I'm I. This whole conversation threw me off, so we're just gonna go into our next portion of this, which is gonna be, what did we learn this episode? Dylan wasn't here last week, so he doesn't know what this is all about. But uh, basically, Dylan, just so you know, we're just going to share something that we learned during this episode, whether it was from Brian, from each other, whatever it was. So we'll uh, let you think of something because you probably weren't prepared for this. I'm ready to go. Okay, Dylan, what did you learn in this episode? 
I learned that Brian Olosky is not a stern dog parent. Um, he he seems like he's doing it right. There we go. Um, let's go to Brad. All right. I learned this week that that I get pretty flustered pretty quick when someone responds to my questions before I've even finished asking them, you know, but I, that's not a slight on Brian. You know, he's coming in, he's confident, which is what we want to see out of our players. But man, after, as soon as he responded before I was even done, I was like, what do I do next? There we go. So we learned uh, what, well, Brad learned that he gets flustered if someone answers too quickly or in the middle of his question really is what it is. DK, what did you learn in this episode? Yeah. I mean, I learned that Brian's really confident, um, which kind of mirrors what Seth was saying last week as well. Uh, Great to see that the squad is really confident about what we can do. Um, You know, I think this is the second time in a row we've heard top four um, for the season, which is fantastic. And that uh, we're going to see a lot more uh, free kick bangers from Brian Olosky this year. And what did I learn? I, I learned that I'm not the only one that's really excited about the kits that Orange County is going to be getting this year. And I also learned that Orange County really is taking the, the Open Cup seriously uh, for 2024, which, again, I think there's been a lot of nerves around USL championship soccer on as to whether the teams in the league are still sort of on board with the open cup with all the weird cluster mess that's going on with that. All right. Time for everyone's favorite portion of the show. It's going to be our random thoughts. These random thoughts can be soccer related, non-soccer related, uh, whatever you want to talk about. I'm going to go last. I'm claiming the last spot on this one, but uh, if anyone wants to go first, I will let you all volunteer. If not, I'll just pick someone at random. All right, Dylan, you go first. Oh, wow. I was, I was going to say that Brad sure looked ready and God, I hope it's some puppy content. Um, I just wanted to shout out Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Um, as Ray has let the world know a little bit, it's kind of a local brewery these days for me. Um, their commitment towards treating the earth well is obviously something as a piece of hippie trash, something I'm all about. Uh, otherwise, I'm excited to see all of you uh, who are going to make it up here on the ninth. Oh, what about you, Brad? Oh, I, I brought puppy content. This, again, is Wendy. She has a beef trachea this week as a treat. And um, no, I I know. She she enjoys it. Uh, no, she still from time to time goes. So I totally get what Brian's saying about pups in the house, in the apartment, and rushing them outside. But uh my album this week is just an old class. I, I hate calling it old because I'm really dating myself. But this is, you know, every every teenager in the millennial ages uh, therapy track, I guess, is what you can call. This is a Lincoln Park's Midnights to Midnight. Definitely had a bunch of mixed emotions to that growing up too as a kid. Random, random, just Lincoln Park, uh, Lincoln Park. Uh, thing here is uh one time i was at a bowling alley in orange california and chester was uh bowling right next to us with a group of kids uh and i didn't quite recognize him at first but my friend who was like the biggest lincoln park fan uh pointed it out i'm like oh yeah that is exactly who that is so um hold, rest hold in peace on, to that that gentleman 
Yes. Please tell me that you let him live his life like a normal person and did not oh, yeah. go over. Okay, awesome. I hate we did people. we didn't bother him. He was bowling with a, a group of kids. I don't know the relationship or whatever, but it looked like it was a, a just a fun private thing that event that was going on. And we just looked and you know we maybe tried to get a quick little picture, but other than that, we we didn't talk to him. We didn't bother him. We just let him do his thing. Uh, I'm not I, I'm not that person that wants to go bother a celebrity while they're living a normal life, which I know that's hard for a lot of celebrities. So DK random thought from you. Uh, random thought for me. If, uh, for those who don't know, I'm a huge film buff. Um, so every now and then when I'm on here, I will promote some film that I have seen. And uh, since the Oscars are coming up, I wanted to promote a big Oscar snub that didn't get any nominations, but was a fantastic film from 2023 It is called all of us strangers. It is a beautiful and devastating movie that I think everybody can get a lot out of from watching. And luckily, one of the big reasons I'm mentioning it now is because it just started streaming on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you can check it out easily. All of us strangers from 2023, check it out because the Oscars missed that one. All right, so DK, I'm going to call you out on this. I know you just did your own thought. Who's going to be the big winner from the, uh, at the Oscars this year? Ooh, um, I think Killian Murphy is the shoe-in for um, Best Actor. Um, personally, I love Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers, and I think the race just stands between them two. But I think this is Killian Murphy's year. I think he really deserves it from his whole career, um, as well as I'm really, really hoping Lily Gladstone uh, from Killers of the Flower Moon gets the Best Actress Award because that performance uh, shook me. And I can't wait to see her go up on that stage and thank not only everybody in her life, but uh, Native Americans everywhere for pushing her to do this. Awesome. Thank you for giving your thoughts on that, even though you weren't prepared probably for it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you for that. Uh, my random thought uh, on a little bit more of a serious note, uh, please, uh, everyone, talk to your kids, uh, talk to uh, them about bullying and how uh, it's not the right thing to do. Talk to them and make sure that they're either not being bullied or that they are not bullying others uh, in their life. Uh, a lot of times you're going to have to really dig and talk to the kids. You can't just ask, hey, do you get bullied? No. Okay. That's fine. No, you got to actually talk to your kids about what's going on in their life. Uh, we have a, a family friend that we found out recently was being bullied uh, and now is receiving uh, online threats or online bullying from the, this person. Uh, so it's something that happens. It still happens, even though I know there's a lot of messages and a lot of hope to stop it, but just, you know, talk to kids, talk to your kids, talk to people, um, just, Make sure everyone's in a good state and make sure uh, bullying isn't a big issue because although we like to sort of think it isn't and that everything's fine, there's still a lot of bullying that goes on, especially with social media uh, and the ability to do so sort of not face-to-face. -face. So, yep, please do that. Thank you so much. Um, with that said, hey, Dylan, as much as you think this was a failure of an episode, our producer Andy's going to applaud us for even though we started late and we're only doing about 56 minutes, we're still under the hour time frame that our show should be live. So we did it. Uh, I appreciate everyone that listened uh, and participated in our show to our guest, Brian Olosky, and to each and every one of you that helped out today with 
Brad, DK, Dylan, and producer Andy. Hey, this is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, and we are out. Hey.